It's Friday, April 29th, and this is Brian with the morning news. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. economy shrank in the first quarter as supply disruptions weighed on output, but underlying strength in consumer and business spending suggested growth will resume soon. The decline in U.S. gross domestic product at a 1.4% annual rate marked a sharp reversal from a 6.9% annual growth rate in the fourth quarter, according to the Commerce Department from Thursday. The first quarter was the weakest since spring 2020, when the COVID-19 pandemic and related shutdowns drove the U.S. economy into a short but deep recession. The drop stemmed from a widening trade deficit. Imports to the U.S. surged and exports fell, dynamics reflecting pandemic-related supply chain constraints. A slower pace of inventory investment by businesses in the first quarter, compared with a rapid buildup of inventories at the end of last year, also pushed growth down. In addition, fading government stimulus spending related to the pandemic weighed on GDP. Consumer spending, the economy's main driver, rose at a 2.7% annual rate in the first quarter, a slight acceleration from the end of last year. Meanwhile, U.S. stock futures slipped, led by declines in the technology sector, after Amazon.com posted its first quarterly loss in seven years. Futures for the S&P 500 fell 0.7% Friday. Contracts for the NASDAQ 100 receded 1%, and futures for the Dow Jones Industrial Average declined 0.3%. The moves mark a reversal from Thursday when technology shares led gains as investors cheered a solid earnings report from Meta Platforms. That optimism waned after Amazon posted its loss, a result that reflected broad economic trends related to a slump in online shopping, higher costs from inflation, and supply chain woes, in addition to market jitters over electric vehicle startups. Amazon shares tumbled 8.5% in pre-market trading. Apple cautioned Thursday that the resurgence of COVID-19 in China threatens to hinder sales by as much as $8 billion in the current quarter. Shares declined 2.4% pre-market. In other news, President Biden sent Congress a $33 billion request to fund more weapons and provide longer-term economic assistance for Kyiv, as Russia's military is gradually seizing more territory in Ukraine's east, pushing south from the city of Izium with the apparent aim of cutting off Ukrainian forces. Mr. Biden said Thursday that the $13.6 billion in funding that Congress had initially provided to Ukraine to help cover the first two months of the war was nearly depleted and that far more was needed, describing the conflict as being at a pivotal point. The push for more Ukraine aid has garnered broad bipartisan support in Congress and signals how the U.S. and its European allies are preparing for a longer war that could grind on for months. Thursday's proposal, as described by administration officials, includes $20.4 billion in military and security aid. It comes a day after Russian President Vladimir Putin vowed a swift response to any greater Western involvement in the conflict. In other news, Intel Corporation Chief Executive Pat Gelsinger said the chip shortage will last longer than expected as the semiconductor giant reported a decrease in quarterly sales with PC purchases slowing. The Santa Clara, California-based company profited handsomely from the shift to remote work and learning, which drove a shopping frenzy for desktops and laptops, many using Intel's chips. 
PC shipments fell by about 5% in the first quarter, according to estimates from International Data Corp, suggesting that a two-year wave of demand might have crested. Intel said Thursday that first quarter sales fell almost 7%, missing Wall Street expectations. And the Biden administration proposed a national ban on menthol cigarettes, advancing a regulatory plan that could sweep from the market more than a third of all cigarettes sold in the U.S. The products represent more than $20 billion in annual sales. The FDA on Thursday published proposed rules laying out the details of the plan. The proposed menthol ban wouldn't take effect for at least two years. The share of U.S. smokers who use menthols has risen continuously from 30.5% in 2005 to 43% in 2020. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.